So, loving Father, we ask that you continue to bless us with your spirit as we celebrate and enter into your thanksgiving today. Yes, this we ask in Jesus' name. Amen. So, I think I can stand here. I'm not too short, am I? <laughs> All right. So, I wonder why is it on that day of Pentecost, the first day of Pentecost, when after the disciples, about 120 of them were praying, and then suddenly they all received this Holy Spirit, this tongues of fire, a little bit like this. We try and capture that sense of having the, the tongues of fire on each one of them. All of them receive this gift of being able to speak in different languages and everyone could be understood. It, I was reminded of the time way back, perhaps another 2,000 years or so before that, if you remember the, the event of the Tower of Babel, right? The Tower of Babel that, um, that we all start to speak in different languages, right? Perhaps there's something that the Lord hinted to us about that. See, I think that moment, at the moment of the Tower of Babel, everyone actually had something, in a way, inverted comma, quite holy. What did they want to do? They actually want to reach God. They want to actually meet God. There's nothing wrong about it. They, we all want to meet God face to face. We want to quite, if we can, we'll do it, right? I don't know about you, I'd like to do that. In, my, in all my own power, if I can't, I would like to meet God right here, right now. Do you? Yes. Right? So we do, we do want that. And yet, what happened at that moment of the Tower of Babel? Why didn't that happen? Instead, God decided, I will confuse everyone so that they couldn't actually build that one tower to reach God where they think they could. I think they want to do it in their own power, right? Probably we do have that too. I do have that sense of wanting to reach God in my own power. And God had to break us down as it were and not reach and claim that, yes, we did it on our own, Lord. We got there and we meet you without your help. Because the truth is the Holy Spirit is the helper. And we need all the help from the Holy Spirit. In my own experience, as a young man, when I came to Australia 23 years ago, I came as a student. And in the way, I want to do it all on my own. And I have been not going to church since I was 16 because I had all the freedom from my parents, and that continued on in my uni years, right? I didn't have to, well, you know, just go and party and study hard and party, and, you know, I was doing quite well, until one day I went to an exam, and uh, I was doing an engineering, mind you, an aeronautical engineering. It was a tough one, and you have to be really good with maths. Suddenly, in that moment of exam, God confused me. And I couldn't tell what five plus five was. <laughs> it's ten. Yeah, exactly. But I wasn't so convinced. 
Was it ten or not? It's, it's an honest truth. And since then, I was doing so well with my exam, my, my assignments, but up to that point, I failed that exam. And suddenly, it was spiraling down, and I, went, I entered into this, this depression. I suddenly couldn't tell who I am, who I was. I was really confused of who I was. And, and perhaps that was the moment, and yet God used that moment to break me down to really almost nothing, if not nothing, until then He can break through, through my heart through my broken heart because I was so broken and I needed some help. It's a little bit like that picture. But God is so beautiful. You see, that was in 90... I think it was in 95, 96 when I experienced that. And there's a big wound in my heart, not knowing who I was, and I had to really work that out. But I think this, this beautiful painting that Mattia Wellspring beautifully uh, painted... It, it sort of showed that we need that bit of wound in our hearts, right? You can see that wound, but with the help of the Holy Spirit, that wounds that, that's quite um, ugly turns to be that kind of shape of a Holy Spirit. Is that beautiful? Yeah, maybe we can give Matai a clap too. Thank you, Matai. So, so I think, and, and that's what, what, what God is doing in us, that He has to break into our hearts, and then He will start and fill our hearts with the Holy Spirit and make it beautiful. Whatever woundedness or brokenness that we have, He will make it beautiful. I remember when I went um, to Bali in 2012, you might have heard this story, I went and met one of the Bali Nine, Andrew Chen. Uh, in 2012, and he was studying to be a pastor back then. He was still doing a correspondent in Melbourne, so we had something in common. I was, in, I was still in the formation, and we chatted and all this and that. He was very funny and very friendly. He was already converted, mind you, and he said to me that uh, he is very thankful that he got caught because otherwise he wouldn't have known uh, his Lord, uh, Lord Jesus, and I was really uh, taken by that, that the fact that he was so grateful and he was very genuine. But one thing that he shared to me, that he said that, he, he said, I've got one, one thing to offer you, David, um, before we finish our conversation. And he said, I had a little water bottle, one of those things that you buy for $2 in the shop. It was a bit crampled like that. And, um, and he said, if you want to serve your people and minister... You can only give if you are filled fully with the Holy Spirit and whatever overflowing from that, as if water flowing out of the bottle, is what you can give, is that joy. You know, the joy, being a missionary disciple as it were. You know, like what Pope Francis said, you know. You've got to bring the joy to the people. If you don't bring the joy, you're not giving. You're, you're taking away. So he was saying that. But what strikes me then was that he didn't know that the night before someone had prayed um, with me and for me and the, the, the word of uh, knowledge that, that the sense that he had is that the Lord will fill me with the Holy Spirit like the water bottle that I have so it was a confirmation I felt like Jesus 
spoke to me through this man, broken as he was, Andrew, and yet he was able to give testimony to the Lord that Jesus was his Lord at the end when he got executed and he got all his inmates were singing this, Bless the Lord my soul. So I was really, it's a great witness. And I think it's, it's that kind of witness. No matter who we are and what we have done, the Holy Spirit can do something in us. And if we open ourselves through the wounds that we have, just like Jesus came to the disciples, right? He brought his wounds. It's very interesting, isn't it, that, that Jesus, after his resurrection, he kept his wounds, you know, just so that we know, I think, that we don't have to uh, be ashamed of our wounds in a way, that it can be a source of the Holy Spirit coming and infilling us and overflowing us with the joy so we can be that witness. We can be that witness to say, yes, Jesus is the Lord, right? And He is the Savior. And He can renew the face of the earth. My face was a bit downcast before. It was so many things, little things here and there. But as I come and see you all, I felt like, you know, the Lord is renewing my face and He's renewing your face. You know, that face of joy that we want to bring uh, to other people. The whole Australia needs some joy. There's so much sadness and, and despair and this and that. We can be, you know, that, that face of joy, especially you young people, you know. You can be that, that face of joy and renewing that face of your, your friends uh, everywhere, uh, wherever they are. We need that. We, need, we desperately need that here in Australia and the world. So let's ask again, let's continue to ask the Holy Spirit tonight here and there. Um, that, that the Holy Spirit will come and fill us, overflowing with joy, and renew our face and the face of the earth, and bless His name. Amen.